0: Welcome to the Egg Factory. I'm Shara. And I'm Diane. This week, we have a special guest. Hadise Alayan. She just got her PhD from Stanford in electrical engineering. And she is
1: from Tehran, moving to Germany. And she talked with us about Islam, her religion, as well as science. Enjoy. I'm curious what a typical
2: day for you is. Mm-hmm. Mainly, I think that I come to office around 9.30, 10 a.m. If I have a problem to solve or think about, I try to uh, specify the the time before 1 p.m. to fully concentrate it and uh, focus on it and just um, try to understand it better. It can uh, be either... Writing a code, analyzing some data, um, reading some papers for a literature survey, then probably I have a break, 30 minutes, and then go back to the problem, maybe understand it from a different perspective, or try to explain it for myself better. And then I take a break, and then uh, in the break I read from a topic which is probably orthogonal to what I'm doing, mainly as a kind of exercise for my mind just to quickly switch to another topic, for example, a topic in statistical mechanics or another topic, and I try to completely understand it. I try to at least specify maybe one hour a day to writing, kind of summarizing the things that I did during the day and then uh, list out the challenges that I had or the things that um, I'm thinking that might be the next step, or sometimes even the topic that seems a bit deviated from the things that I'm doing, but I'm interested to find the answer to that problem as well. So it's on my to-do list. And I try to keep this kind of log book just to evaluate my progress and also maybe streamline my thoughts. And then I think maybe that's around 7 p.m. probably I get another one-hour break, and then between 8 p.m. and 9.30 that I'm usually leaving the office, I try to do a completely non-scientific reading, maybe an article that I'm interested maybe even reading novels, um, even listening to talks that I'm interested or lectures. And then when I go home, I sometimes have to cook. And if I have uh, more time, maybe I try to discuss a problem with Sam, my husband. Uh, It could be a scientific problem uh, or uh, some things that I found interested when I was just doing kind of journal reading or I was listening to a talk, so I try to share it with him. And sometimes he also has uh, interesting things to share with me as well. So that's, I think, that's a typical day of me.
0: Wow. Your brain must be full of things.
2: (laughs) When you were describing
1: your day, I thought that grad school seems like the perfect place for someone like you who just likes to think about problems a lot Mm -hmm. and have a lot of time to do that. But is it that grad school fits you perfectly or that you are like extremely adaptable to your environment? Can you imagine if you were working in fashion, do you think you would be as dedicated
2: and enjoy it as much? The first thing for me is just being interested. If I'm interested in something, I can... I can dedicate myself fully to that. So um, at this point, I'm not aware that I'm interested in fashion or not. But if I found myself interested, I think I can dedicate myself to the fashion as well. But yeah, if I found something kind of mysterious or something that I really want to understand the answer or uh, understand its meaning, I think that I, I can fully focus on it.
1: Do you think that's like a unique quality of yours? I feel like most people don't have that ability to focus and or is it that they haven't found the thing they're interested in?
2: Yeah, maybe that's one the that, one one of the things. Maybe it's hard to uh, it's hard to find that what we really are passionate about, what we're really interested about because lots of things going around. Um, so Lots of things are distracting. So we might be interested in this or in even the topics for the research. There might be lots of things that I think, oh, I'm interested in this. Mm-hmm. And I've, and that's the kind of the nature of human being likes kind of diversity. It kind of makes people distracted. So I think that it's not completely something inherent. It also needs a kind of training that we force ourselves just to completely focus on something. If you set a goal or we can see that where this one goes or at least that's the way that it works for me. I'm kind of interested in these things and I have a vision for that that might not be true after a while. But uh, I'm curious to follow this path and see what happens. But the things that come uh, along and uh, are maybe the side things, I try to also pay attention to them, but don't let let them to block the way. I think it really requires training. And I, I myself don't find myself trained enough i think it really requires time
0: i feel like perhaps you have it a little more inherently than most people though i would say if you have this burning curiosity for science and if your day is like that that is very impressive
2: oh but it's not always progressive right sometimes it's just a day of work and nothing happens um so i cannot say that my Days are fruitful. Sometimes, they, to me, it seems that that's a kind of completely useless day. I didn't do anything useful, but at least the the way that I tried, I think that it. And uh, as I told you, the blogging the things that happened during the day or summarizing the things actually helped me to find what was the what was my mistake in the past and how I can correct them or uh, give me insight in the future.
0: So are there times when you feel uncertain either about your science or your life?
2: Most of the time. Really? Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: I feel like you're very sure though. (laughs) No, I think that I see uncertainty as part of life um, just to keep us aware and alert. If we were sure about what we were doing, then maybe we don't explore too much. Uh, we or stick to what we are doing. Even in the scientific thing, I really like talking with people that they, they know what they are doing, they have some vision for it, but at the same time, they have some maybe doubt about it, and they want to consider the other way of thinking or seeing that from another angle. Um, so I think that uncertainty at some level is really useful and it really is part of the life and the science but i see i i myself am very uncertain about Mm -hmm. most of the things
0: me too (laughs) but i like that idea that if you didn't have that then it would be kind of boring that kind of makes me view my uncertainty in In a a little more positive way
2: yeah yeah Yeah, i I think that uncertainty helps to reevaluate, re-evaluate things. So th- sometimes we think uh, lots of things as a granted in science and in life. And if we are 100% sure about it, we don't question it. But I think nothing is 100%, uh, we are not 100% sure about anything. Anything has a buffer for being questioned. Mm-hmm.
1: How does the idea of uncertainty play into your experience of religion and faith?
2: That's that's a very good question. So, uh, being uh, sometimes it seems contradictory mm-hmm. to be religious and also being uncertain because when you are religious, so there is something that you think they are not questionable. But my perception about religion um, is that it actually allows me to. It's even better um, thinking that the things that I'm seeing in the at the surface or the first glance is not really what it should be. It might have another meaning. If I think that there is a creator, that he has or it has a a purpose. This universe is not unpurposefully created. From my religious perspective. Uh, Nothing like an accident or luck should exist. Everything should have a meaning. And it uh, keeps me thinking and motivating to find the meaning of the things.
1: The idea of like there being no accidents, I think, is also true in science, where Mm -hmm. there is no magic Mm -hmm. or there is some reason for everything. We Mm -hmm. just don't know the reason a lot. Do you think about that ever, about those parallels between science and religion?
2: Yeah, I think the famous sentence by Einstein saying that God doesn't play dice. So I think that, yeah, if, if we find something, for example in solving a problem in a lab, to find something which is contradictory. And we are sure that we are control everything or we ponder upon the problem properly. And it really is a kind of contradictory with what we know. It might be a real discovery, but knowing that it couldn't be an accident actually is the driving force or the motivation to, to try to see it from a different perspective. Uh, for me, a good example is just the uh, physics at the beginning of the 20th century where the quantum mechanics emerged. So there were a couple of examples. There were few, but they were really contradictory with what we knew. And uh, the great people at that time, they were sure that they cannot interpret their results or the observations with what has been already known and established in physics. And the fact that it's not something accidental Um made Planck work 15 years to understand what actually this one is, the belief that there is something inside it. If I'm a re- religious person, I'm thinking that there should be a purpose in it. But if I'm a believer in science, I think that, okay, everything should have a meaning, but not maybe from a God, but from a very organized system.
1: How do you know it's the right religion?
2: Oh, that that's a hard question. <laughs> um Honestly I think what actually I found in Islam that is really interesting for me as a person that I so love science is that we kept encouraged that go seek ask questions even have doubt about something but try to find the answers not remain in a doubt uh, honestly I don't know if that's the best religion because uh, I didn't investigate all the religion based on my faith it should be the best religion. But I'm always reading different things, trying to understand it and try to question my religion, question the things that seems contradictory, or people might have different opinions about it. That's what I try to include as my daily task. Because I don't want my religion only be something that I inherited from my parents, or from my society, I really wanted to know what I'm doing, and why I'm committed to this religion. I wanted to understand it better.
0: What are some of the contradictory things that you've kind of investigated and Mm. thought about?
2: Mm. Something, for example, it might be popular about women's rights in Islam. Lots of the things that are perceived to be Islamic rules seems to be maybe even contradictory with what I'm, I'm doing. And for me, for a while, it was a real question. And I tried to talk with different people, read lots of books, read the Quran, uh, try to understand Arabic better, because instead of just reading the translations, I wanted to read the original text myself and see what actually I myself understand. Whenever I get an opportunity, I try to talk person about it, to know their opinions, listen to different lectures, maybe writing to people to know better. So that's something that was one of my main concerns, being a woman. I want to be a religious woman, but at the same time, I want to follow my ambitions. And do I see some contradictory? I don't think that there is, uh, for me at least, any clear evidence that I can say that it's against my religion or against my belief.
0: When you say that it's very important for you to be a, like a good religious woman, what does that mean in your marriage?
2: As a wife, I have a kind of very well-defined responsibilities to my husband. Um, and the same is also for my husband respect to me. We are committed to help each other to progress not only in our individual lives, but also in our spiritual lives. Uh, so... I define this responsibility for myself, not only to do my job or my science or my project, but also help him to enjoy what he's doing, make a kind of relaxing or comfortable environment for him to think about what he likes. And at the same time, I see kind of his responsibility to do to do the same for me, also another responsibility for me to see how we can have an institution like a family that we be more religious persons, how we can understand our religions better. That's why I talked about bouncing the ideas, sharing lots of things. As a kind of male person, I see what actually is his perception from this verse of Quran or this rule and what is mine and then try to complement it and try to understand it better.
1: Do you consider yourself like very religious, pretty
2: religious, like you could be more religious? Definitely, I think I could be more religious in a sense that I could be a better person. Because if the whole purpose of religion is just to make our lives a better life and just to complete the human being, definitely I can be a more religious person.
0: You've been listening to The Egg Factory. Hope you enjoyed this week's interview with scientist and overall curious person, Hadise Alean. We really enjoyed talking to her, and for more episodes, subscribe on iTunes. You can also check out our website, which is eggs4ears.tumblr.com.
1: That's with the number four. There we keep previous episodes and shout outs
0: to cool women things throughout the week. Find us on Facebook. And you can even send us an email at x4ears at gmail.com. We'd love to hear anything you want to say. (laughs) Thanks for listening and catch you
1: again soon.
0: Bye. Bye. (laughs)